Welcome back to the Sugar and Spice Unfiltered Therapist Podcast. I'm April. And I'm Kelvette. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about gratitude. Okay, 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 okay. So I think having a gratitude practice can be super important in helping you to improve your overall life. I think having a gratitude practice can be something as small as when you wake up being grateful or being thankful or looking for things in your world that give you gratitude or make you feel good, or it can be as elaborate as having a gratitude journal. So what is the impact of gratitude when it comes to mental health? What does that mean? I don't know that answer. I think gratitude forces us to acknowledge the things that are going well or the things that we have, because when you can hit some dark times emotionally, you forget the little things. And by taking stock in those things, it helps to have some balance okay. and recognize that all is not lost. And the deeper you get into identifying those items that you can be grateful for, inevitably the list gets longer and longer. I feel if you're working on gratitude with a client, it might be a stretch to get one or two things during a session. But as things move forward, they can list 10 things, especially when you break it down and just say, I'm grateful for my health or I'm grateful I woke up today. I'm grateful for friendship. I'm grateful for Starbucks every time I have Starbucks. If you're hearing me, I'm grateful for you and I would love a gift card, but I'm grateful for Starbucks. It helps. Absolutely. So what are some gratitude practices that you might assist clients with working on or what are some gratitude practices that you do yourself? Self-care, I'm an advocate of self-care. And I know that looks different for each person. Healthy self-care, because there are some practices that people will call their self-care that could be very detrimental. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about self-care, I usually ask a client, what do they do to take care of themselves? Because I want them to tell me what they are. Then I can point out, is that a healthy thing that's helpful? Or is that something that's playing deeper into the symptomology in your diagnosis. For example, if someone tells me that a part of their self-care is they like to have some wine each day, is it a glass or do you have a bottle? Mm. Do you routinely have a bottle of wine, sis? Which, is that the right wine on the right day? Yeah, I can have a bottle, but do I do it every night? So making sure that your self-care routine is not maladaptive. Absolutely. So I, I think I would include in that like overspending, like knowing what you can manage financially is also very important not to put yourself in a deficit because you said you're my therapist told me to do self-care so i needed to go on this cruise no that's not what i said self-care should not be something that you cannot afford or that creates another stressor for you because mm -hmm. again if you are compulsive and you need to do some self-care i don't know that i would tell you to go shopping i'm not going to tell you to do that i'm not going to tell you to buy a new car i'm not going to tell you that you need to go ahead and like you said, go on a cruise. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you to spend $15,000 on Beyonce tickets, y'all. Because <laughs> I, I say that because I've seen a host of people on my timelines that have gone to see Beyonce. Be Mind you, Beyonce is not in the States yet. Correct. That leg of that tour has not yet started. There have been people that have gone out, expedited their passports. So they had to be some of the first people to see this Renaissance show. Yes. And you know what? If... It gets you traveling and you're enjoying life. Okay. Did you break out a new credit card to go see Beyonce? Yeah. Do you have a plan to address that? Is that going to stress you out later? <laughs> I don't know. So self-care is up for debate, I guess, for each person. My self-care, I really enjoy just taking care of myself, getting my hair done, getting mm -hmm. my nails done. I like to try to get a massage when I can. Um, I like 
to just sit in a quiet, clean space and maybe read a book mm -hmm. and not be bothered. Like my self-care is really just time for me to just be introspective and just not worry about anything in the real world mm -hmm. and just veg out. That's self-care for me. Okay. Self-care is a form of gratitude, being thankful for having the ability to experience those things. Yes. Okay. Some of my gratitude practices that I encourage people to explore are free. Oh my gosh, free. We all love free. The first thing I would tell you to do is I would say, go on a gratitude walk. What is a gratitude walk? I would say, go out of your apartment, your house, your condo, your townhouse, and take a walk. Doesn't have to be an hour long. Doesn't even have to be 10 minutes. It can be a brief walk where your focus is on finding things around you that you're grateful for or you're thankful for. Looking around the world at things that are good. Mm -hmm. And it puts your mindset in already thinking about positive things, good things. So I walk out my door and I close the door behind me and my key is cute. Oh my gosh, I'm thankful for this lovely key. I close my door, I have a wreath up. Oh my gosh, this is a lovely wreath. I remember the day I made it. But you're intentionally doing those things. Mm -hmm. You're saying to yourself, I'm looking, I'm searching out the good. Because how often are we looking for the negative things? Or how some people, they're just drawn. You don't have to look hard. For some people, it's just, oh my gosh, what's going wrong? Everything. And yes. they can create a list, what's going right? It's more challenges. <laughs> they have to figure it out. Absolutely. Yeah, so really forcing yourself to switch, flip that switch. And it's not, and I'm not saying Pollyanna, I'm not saying rose-colored glasses, I'm saying be factual about the things. Is it beautiful? Was that a good experience? Then honor that. But if it was not, if it was not and you're not, don't force it, don't force it, that's my other thing. Like nothing should be forced and nothing should be false. It should feel factual, it should feel real. So that's one of my gratitude practices I tell people to do. Yeah. I think I also encourage people to reflect on a time where they felt the most grateful. Mm. And at that moment, what were you grateful for? Yeah. And then did you lose those things or are those things still there? And why do you not put as much stock into them now? Just to reflect. Because I think when we start having to be intentional about what am I grateful for, some of the things that people just take for granted that, oh, they're just there, suddenly move to that grateful list. Mm. Yeah my family, my health, having a job, or the fact that it's good weather, because we live in Ohio and I'm very grateful anytime we don't have snow. <laughs> I'm very grateful. And we have very little this year, so. Very grateful. There we go. When we have a ton of snow, I hate life. <laughs> but that, there comes in, is the color of the snow maybe beautiful? Mm -mm. No, nothing about that. Okay, nope, okay, next. <laughs> Yeah, but I would say the one other gratitude practice that I really encourage people to do, once again, that is free, is making little lists. I am all about a little list. It doesn't even have to be long. It can be two words on a scrap piece of paper that of things that you're grateful for. Um, I think it doesn't even have to be fancy. It's just constantly being aware that there are good things. So just being intentional and being aware can be very helpful. I agree. I think sometimes if you have to force yourself and start your day with it, if you make it a practice of mm. gratitude for five minutes in the morning, whether it is I'm mindful and I'm listing it off in my head or I'm taking a brief walk or I'm doing some stretching or yoga or whatever the case may be, it starts your day in a good space. And then if you do that check-in at night as well for five minutes before I go to bed, 
What can I be grateful for? So that I can unpack any negativity that I may have had and I'm ending my day with something positive mm -hmm. so that I'm not carrying that over to the next day. Because that happens. If you have a really crappy day and you go to sleep and you're just, ugh, I hate it today. Yeah. You wake up in a bad mood tomorrow. I agree. And you just keep going on and on in the cycle. Yeah, so break that cycle for yourself by yeah. honoring your gratitude and being able to be in that space. Absolutely. Yeah.